Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome to this brilliant but mismatched episode of the Shooter Biscuit podcast. Um, I love this episode, it's brilliant, um, but it's coming to you in two different parts. Um, so the first part you're going to hear is a short little 10 minute interview I did with Luke Allen, who you may recognize from uh, Reduced to Clear Biscuits. Um, finally got to meet him in person, it's awesome. And then the second part is Robin from Petty Glue. Iron Rose and Glue Glue. He's the uh, the founder of these, the owner of these com- uh, businesses, and uh, we had a really good chat. So, <laughs> what we were supposed to do with these, with this, was to was meant to be an open studio sessions, um, but uh, I didn't plan it very well. Um, as you may have seen from our social media, uh, we are we're very busy at the moment. Um, we're here, we're there, we're everywhere. I've kind of spread myself quite thin in all honesty, but it's all for a good cause. Uh, we're doing the 24-hour podcast challenge, which is taking me um, to many different places on uh, many different days, um, as well as running the Shrewsbury Biscuit. Um, the open studio sessions are a separate playlist that we plan together and we try and do in one day. Um, I was meant to do this at the Market Hall, which I did. Um, a huge shout-out to to Robin for letting me use Petty Glue, the corner of the Market Hall. Beautiful Beautiful setup they've got there. Um, but I kind of planned everything a couple of days before, which wasn't fair on the people that I'd spoken to. So apologies for those guys, um, to those guys. And, and you know, scheduling didn't quite go to plan. So I'd set up uh, expecting to speak to people throughout the day. Um, it started off really busy. I spoke to, to Robin. I spoke to Luke and uh, the owner of Chirica, which you'll hear on the next podcast. Um, so what we've got is... Um, a 10-minute interview with Luke Allen, uh, a 26-minute chat with Robin, and then the next podcast, which is about half an hour with, with Chirica. Um, so I'm going to put these two together, we have the next one with Chirica, and then what I'm going to do is for the next open studio sessions, I'm going to plan it properly a couple of weeks before, make sure everybody knows what's going on because it's not fair to go in and be like, yo, what are you doing tomorrow? Want to do a podcast with me? Um, so I do apologise to, to people for putting you on the spot like that um i'm learning still with doing this and this has been one of my lessons so thank you very much uh to everybody that joined me uh for these mis- mismatch of shows but i hope you enjoy them nonetheless um enjoy the show peace out guys how's it going welcome to the shoes for biscuit podcast with open studio sessions we are set up in petty glue um, up in the market hall robin's staring at me he's like oh he's doing it again um, and today just walked in is luke allen okay um, i'm sorry the mic's quite high up uh, yeah i was thinking that yeah if they can hear me then that's all oh, those mics <laughs> can hear the electricity running for the wall yeah. don't worry oh, we're good. Oh, i got you dog i got you uh, so, uh, yeah, you're just in town, in the neighbourhood. Yeah, your listeners are probably bored of my voice now, I think of. No, but this, <laughs> this is the crazy thing we were just talking about, right? So we've done this, been doing this podcast for months now, and we've never met. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then I saw you post on Instagram yesterday that you were going to be here, and I was like, I'm in Shrewsbury tomorrow, I'll just come and... See, this is where my... This is where my 
I keep calling it social anxiety. I don't know what it is, but I didn't want to be like, yo, I'm in the I'm in the market. Oh, in case too many people turn up and I have to deal with too many people. Do you know what I mean? Like, I I, I want to do these interviews, but I, I don't want to have to like. Send well, I imagine, away. especially after so long of being able to just do them virtually, it's probably just. Oh, no, I know. Lo- I love doing this thing in person. <laughs> this is what I was just saying to Robin, right? So when when I'm in front of a microphone, I'm a completely different person. I'm a bubbly, fun, eccentric. Hey, let's do stuff. Whereas you get me away from the microphone, I'm a little bit nervous. It's weird, right? Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to think whether I'm different at all, but I don't know. I don't, I'd I don't say I'd like say that. probably within the five first five seconds of meeting, you're very quiet. I think Maybe. to talk to. But I'm like where, where on Streamyard, you're a cheeky chappy. You definitely. Uh, cheeky <laughs> <show>. <laughs> Maybe, it's, but it also might just be that it's a place I'm. I'm not here very often. I don't know. It's interesting. Um, because I've pretty much only done my shows virtually, apart from some very short interview segments I got at Comic Cons once. Everything has always been via Zoom or Skype or StreamYard. Um, yeah. yeah, it's it's interesting. It is interesting. So, um, what brings you to this neck of the woods today? You said you've got some coursework that you. Yeah, I had uh, I had to pick up something from my college coursework. That's it, really. Uh, okay. Um, but. Mm. It seemed like a, a good chance to pop by rather than just literally... Meet you in person, yeah. That's yeah great. Rather than so just literally pop in Shrewsby for half an hour and then take the two-hour bus journey back. <laughs> so let's recap what we've been doing. If you, if you guys haven't been uh, listening to the Reduce to Clear Biscuits, first of all, go and listen to them. They're a very different breed of, of Shrewsby Biscuit podcast because it's all run by Shane. Okay, so it's Shane's baby. So it's got a, bit, a, little, bit more, a little bit more energy, um, a little bit of cheekiness to it. Um, but we are doing something very important. We're following Luke while he's making, I think probably could be your breakthrough. I hope feature. so. Yeah, maybe. Well, my, well, not feature, but well, yeah, short film. Could be, could be the, 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 what I need. I'd say to, to 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 break into the industry. I'd like to get into. Yeah, for screenwriting and especially comedy is my thing. Just weird because my coursework is a drama. Currently, my biggest um, film from Good Unstable is a drama, and yet I think comedy is my thing. It's just I find drama, comedy takes a lot more focus, I think, and, and effort and consistent rewrites. Whereas drama's kind of, well, drama's comedy without the jokes in many ways. There's obviously more to it, but that's. Yeah, I, I mean, find it easier, but not as fun. Comedy's not easy, though, is it? No. It's because you've got to make those jokes land. Uh, I just got to say as well, by the way, uh, if you can hear music in the background, I do not own any of this music, so please don't. Incidental uh, should be fine. But <laughs> 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 well, um, what, what do you reckon is easier? Sitting down with your mates or with your writing cast, writing comedy, or making it happen on camera? What's harder? Hmm. Well, I've, I made a couple of comedy short films a while ago that aren't very good, uh, so don't watch them. I'm sure but, a lot uh, of directors don't look at the stuff I did yeah. when I was younger, you know? I've still got them online because we've got a couple of people in, in those casts who are doing pretty well with their careers at the moment where it's like, I'll keep it there for that. But um, <laughs> no, the, the, the style of writing didn't work, which is why working with Alex uh, Yusefi, who's my co-writer uh, for Reduced to Clay and co-director, was so much easier because it means if we're making if we're writing and he writes a joke that makes me laugh or I write a joke that makes him laugh instantly it's like okay well that works and there, there, there is some level of, of success to that whereas with um, writing uh, two of my earlier projects the 16th minute and conman denominator th- they were very much just I'm writing them on my own I think they're funny but I don't know and uh, I mean 
at the time I appreciated them and I think it, I, if I hadn't made the 16th minute I might not be here making Reduce to Clear but one of the places I would love to visit if I could go back in time is the writing rooms of Monty Python sketches mm. you know those th- yes um, I would just love to have been in that room while all that magic was put together. Why didn't you just say, why didn't you just run around with, with coconuts instead of a horse? And when it's like, oh, we can't think of a punchline, let's just have a 16-ton block just crash crush on them. It's just, yeah, yeah, it's, it's insane. And I mean, there's definitely a lot of Python influence in my part of writing. But then to say that Python have influenced comedy is like saying that the Beatles have influenced music. It's like, of course. <laughs> it's... But they, 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 they've done something that not so many people have been... I, I don't know, people have tried and they've got it right. The, turning the sketch show into feature films yeah. is not easy. I mean, they did it... Um, Harry Anfield did it with uh, uh, Kevin and Perry Go Large. Uh, I don't think they ever did anything with the Fast Show. Or anything. I yeah. think Catherine Tate tried it a couple of times and it didn't work. Yeah. But then... The, the, that kind of sketch show that we we got a lot of in the kind of early two thousands was the their kind is kind of the same sketch but circumstances are different like Little Britain Catherine Tate especially it was like you get it it's the nan who swears that's it you can't make that feature length it, it needs more I mean how long depth. did it take for them to make a Mr Bean movie you know it's just yeah, like yeah. It's the, and they are short sketches they're just little situations that Mr Bean's in shout out to Richard Curtis by the way <laughs> 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 if anyone can do it, he can. Um, no, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so when are you starting filming then with Reduced to Clear? What's the, what's uh, the dates? What's the venue? Are we allowed to tell the venue? I don't know. Um, I won't say the venue. We know the venue, but for the fact of the, that we haven't officially signed all the insurance forms yet, technically it's in their diary, but it's not booked, so I don't want to penciled in. do that. Yeah. Um, but in terms of the dates, we're filming from the 21st through to the 23rd of August. Uh, we are building a set rather than using a, a pre-built charity shop. So we're also there on the 20th uh, in this secret location building How are you going to build a charity shop? That's the question our production designers have probably been asking me uh, for ages since I told them we're building a charity shop. But um, no, I think it, it works fairly well. There's a few charity shops near our location that I'm liaising with about whether we could borrow some surplus stock and just kind of fill shelves and get the general look. But I think the advantage of building a set is also that, you know, A, we can construct it entirely around how we picture it, which is ideal. And also, you know, these places that we want the cameras to be, the cameras can just be there. And there, there is one gag, which is going to be the most vague thing, but if people are listening back months from now, when the film's out, maybe a year from now, I don't know, then they'll know. But there is one gag which we never thought we could master, but this location has made it insanely possible to to get this one gag in the best way we can so that's even just for that one thing we were like we're dying to tell people this gag I'll tell you me and Alex Yousafi have just been like shh Shane's just been giggling in the the corner like he normally does yeah there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of things there's a few different uh, gags this is a different one to what I was talking about before but this is what people who haven't listened to Reduced to Clear Biscuits will realise half of that show is not being able to say stuff and trying to work our ways around it um, we have a good time though. We have a good yeah, time. Yeah, I think, well, I, think it's, I think it's great fun. I love um, the Nets episode last week at this point, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. Last week's episode was good. Lynette uh, is. And then he said, Lynette, then she'd, she'd have battered me. <laughs> she'd have come over here, what did you call me? Um, 
one of the one of the most prolific background actors in the UK. If you've ever watched like TV, like ever, you will have seen her at some point. Yeah, it was like as soon as um, our friend Miriam put us in touch with her, I just googled her and I was like. I've seen this woman everywhere. And then now I watch everything and I just spot her. I think she must, she has like insane experiences and stories where I'm sure, like, I, I'd love to like do some sort of documentary about Nanette's career. Or something. I haven't spoken to her. That This, this isn't like an announcement. Um, or I don't know how possible it would be, but I would love either to do myself or for someone to just delve into the life of a background artist, uh, supporting artist. I, I know, I know some background artists. I can probably help you out. One of my friends, Brian Plato, he's uh, he was he was the the photo double for Def in Bill and Ted Three. <laughs> he's been on my show just on the strength of that, you know. Oh, that's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> he does things all the time. He's a he's a strapping, bold-looking chap, which means he can just be morphed into anything, you know. So, well, anyway, look, we have only got two minutes before my next guest gets here. Um, we've only been talking for ten minutes, so I'll strike this up as a as a crumb as a biscuit crumb but it's been an absolute pleasure to, to see you yeah weird to do in person but well we should do it again definitely yeah. um, we can do I mean you can't do pubs you've got homework to do uh, but <laughs> you know we can do we can do uh, you know yeah. uh, physical interaction and stuff now so that's good yeah it's nice it's nice yeah. Uh, right, tell people where they can find you, Luke, and what they, where um, they can... Uh, I will... When's this going out? Because uh, I will give us... Probably go out on Wednesday next week. Okay. So I can actually say this. Um, I will specifically promote my podcast, uh, which I've talked nothing about today, or much at all. Uh, the Love Rosie podcast, analysing uh, Christian Ditter's rom-com, Love Rosie, five minutes at a time. And uh, if people are interested in that movie, then I can officially say that Sunday just gone, this Sunday at point of recording, Sunday just gone then, we did a special episode with Christian Ditter, the director, um, which I've been very, very excited about and, and keeping secret for a long while. That's uh, nice. So that will be out. And where the, I, I recommend you watch Love, Rosie, but also I think it's just an interesting chat nonetheless. It's nice when you get to speak to uh, the guys from Usuk Chronicles just did an interview with Chris Rab, Rab himself from Jackass and he's yeah. like he's regularly just emailing us and stuff now and that's weird <laughs> Rab himself like that's crazy it's nice when you get to meet your heroes isn't it and that wasn't even my show but hey yo. Um, look Luke you've been great to speak to as always uh, look after yourself yeah. and uh, thank you guys for tuning in hello 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 there we go I can hear myself now Excellent. hey guys welcome to <laughs> the open studio sessions uh, we haven't done one of these for about a month um, and we are coming to you from Petty Glue, the top of the yep. market hall. Yeah, yeah. And we are with Robin today. How's it going, Robin? You good? It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah great, actually. It's, um, yeah. yeah. I thought I'd ask to come here because obviously this place is newly opened. Uh, you were downstairs before. With yeah, Iron we Rose. had a downstairs in, on the sort of main market floor for about four years. Yeah. Um, and then uh, moved up here in March, beginning of March. Took over the unit in January, spent two months kind of sorting it out, cleaning it out and stuff. And then, yeah, moved up beginning of March and uh, opened the bar next door to the shop. Nice. Yeah. Uh, the last time I spoke to you, um, you were adapting to lockdown by starting the, yeah. I call them the 4G, uh, the, the sensory boxes, right? With the music, the, the food and the Yeah, right, doing, that's the, last time I'm I spoke doing to the you. sort of take, yeah, um, glue to go. Yeah. Glue to go. <laughs> yeah, glue to go. Actually, we've done another one since then. We did uh, Zoom um, tasting um, where we sent um, boxes of like cheese and salami and uh and also and bread and stuff all ran all around the country, all well, um, to various different restaurants around the country. Oh, cool. And then did a, like a virtual and and like little samples of wine. So we split the wine into little um, twenty mil um, 
20 CL samples um, nice. and uh, did, a, did a live tasting, which was, which was cool, actually. It's one of yeah. the most impressive things of, uh, you know, I learned about you is that you did just straight off the bat, like, we need to do something with <laughs> Glue Glue. Is Glue Glue still open? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're back open again now. It's yeah. been open a week. Uh, week yeah. and a half, yeah, yeah. It's going yeah. strong since it opened. Yeah, and that's, yeah, it's particularly Friday and Saturday. It's just like People full. were repressed. Yeah. They needed to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And it's just, yeah, but I think kind of enough of pivoting now. I just want to get back to doing what we do, you know. But we learned quite a lot in, you know, and taken on a lot of new, um, taken a lot of new, uh, new ideas and kind of worked on the offer in both, you know, Glue Glue and Pretty Glue. And uh, mm, yeah. we've now got our own in-house baker as well, so making like our own focaccia and stuff. So, so that's coffee, um, wine. Coffee, wine, focaccia, cheesecake. <laughs> Yeah, it's um, yeah, it's all, all happening. Yeah, Shrewsbury's very yeah. own little waitrose happening here. You got everything. yeah, kind of like um, it's exciting and it's really exciting the way people are really taken to it as well. You know, it's, um, that people are, you know, it's because part of what you love about this is just kind of sharing that enthusiasm for wine and for food and for just enjoying real, you know, real food and real wine. Um, yeah, know. nice. And the, and the environment and like that kind of whole vibe because going out, it's not just about not just about the food or wine whatever it's about the vibe it's about the culture the theater and the culture and the and the music and you know and for you i think the most impressive thing is is you don't just sit on one thing you're not like okay i know i know wine that's what i'm going to do you're like let's learn about coffee <laughs> let's learn about cheese yeah let's learn about and you are constantly learning and adapting and evolving and that's really important. i think the um for me wine is the hero like you know that's the hero of the action of the movie um where, but um, the things like the food and the coffee and the cheese and all that kind of stuff are the supporting actors um, and, and the, cast, the cast and crew, you know, and they're vital, they're really important to kind of the whole, the whole thing, you know, because I think wine on its own, you know, you used to get a lot, of, a lot of wine tastings where you taste 100 wines in the day and it's very sterile and all you do is taste the wine, you maybe chat a little bit about where they come from and blah, 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 yeah. but um, most of it is just tasting the wine. I think that's a really sterile wine to enjoy, sterile, sterile way to enjoy wine. It's so much more about the, you know, enjoying with the right kind of, in the right context or with the right food or, you know, with friends, you know, it's that, that's, that's how to really enjoy it. And what I love about this as well, what you've got here is you've got you guys and there's gin different in the corner of the cafe yeah, yeah. in the other corner as well. Yeah. So now what you're doing is you're drawing people up here. Yeah. So there's more, so. I've noticed yeah, even yeah. this morning where it's still quiet, um, there's still people, there's people milling around and walking around looking yeah, at shops. Yeah, yeah. It's really nice. It's a, I, it's a really nice space for us to be in as well. I mean, market floor in the market is, is great and it's busy and it's buzzy and all that kind of stuff. But it's quite tight in terms of a space to kind of work in. And our space there was pretty small, but now we've got all this space up here and, and natural light. And it's definitely a couple of degrees warmer. <laughs> it's beautiful. So, guys, if you don't know where Petty Glue is, it's upstairs in the market hall. But that corner of, of the market hall that curls round and you get those, that rounded side of the building, corner of the building, that's where we are, and it looks beautiful from the inside. We're at the prow of the ship. The yeah. prow of the ship. It's, um, <laughs> it's, it's not, I mean, it isn't the most beautiful building in a number of ways, but I think it's quite striking. Um, I, um, I think I, I can see why people get upset about the market hall, but at the same yeah. time, I think it's, um, it's, it's modern architecture, and it should be, yeah. you know, I mean, like... Not every building should be made Edwardian or Victorian, no. you know. The past, those pastiche of kind of, of architectural styles from a while ago are just a bit tiresome, really. Yeah. And I'd rather, you know, if you've got modern materials, then why not use it and do it? And like, mm. and I was chatting to, there was, a, there was an old guy who came to the market um, a few weeks ago, and he came upstairs and having having chats, and he was, he'd actually worked on the, on the, on the building of this, um, of this building. 
Um, and he was talking about they used some of the, mar- the old Victorian market hall as like storage when they were when they were kind of starting to build. They built it in phases. This this place. Um, and he said that it was just falling down. You know, it was like they used they um, they had had a, a, a space downstairs where they were keeping their stools, and you could put a nail in the wall. You know, all the brick had just like rotted away, and it was wow. just like and it actually, some of it actually collapsed while um, while they were working on it, which killed a couple of people. Um, so it's you know, I mean, it's a shame to lose valuable architecture, but equally, not all old architecture is valuable, in my humble opinion. Yeah, it's. Um Oh, isn't this building pretty? Oh, it's falling apart, but it's really pretty, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And some of it's worth sa- some sometimes things are worth saving. Yes. Um, and this, yes. yeah, but this building is, I think, it's cool. You know, yeah. I think it's got a real magic about it. When you're upstairs and you're looking down at those green, the, the, the green rooftops yeah. of the yeah, the canopies, the canopies. The, it's just especially in the night. I mean, one of, yeah. one of my most fond memories, I think, it was the the light switch a couple of years ago yeah and they had the uh, ukulele group yeah yeah, yeah. and I was yeah. stood here yeah and it was absolutely buzzing I'd just done an interview with Alex Vladimirov who used to be at the beard downstairs at the, yeah. in, in the um, uh, the uh, what's it called oh in the, the atrium kind of like yeah, yeah, yeah. we sat yeah. in the coffee yeah. and, and oh in the bird's nest yeah, bird's yeah. nest yeah, yeah. I was sat down there and uh, I came up here and the atmosphere was just glowing it made yeah. me feel warm and uh, you know, this is when I f- not long first started doing this, and yeah. I just like I felt like a real love for yeah. this town just from this building. It's great to see yeah. people really out enjoying themselves, having a good time, and mm. like doing what they do, and like yeah, yeah, yeah it's lovely. Because yeah. not only as well, are you uh, Mr. Glue Glue, uh, you you've yeah. been here at Iron Rose. How long have you been at the market hall? So five years almost. Yeah, five, yeah. yeah. So yeah. you've seen it all. Yeah. And how is the atmosphere being atmosphere being here? Just during lockdown, I know you guys were allowed to be open, but not many people knew you. No, and not not everyone was open. So there's quite a lot of essential retailers, so the greengrocers and the butchers and fishmongers. They were all allowed to stay open. Um, and we, during the towards the latter end of the first lockdown, we were allowed to reopen as a as a as a wine shop because we were classified as an off license, which is not necessarily the way we'd kind of you know call ourselves normally. But we kind of, for the sake of being open, we embraced that. Yeah. Um, so it was a bit. It was a bit odd. I mean, it did feel about like Marie Celeste sometimes. It, like people just kind of got up and left. Um, but there was a nice positivity about it, and it felt like a nice, a safe place to be as well, because um, there's great food and great veg, and um, it felt it didn't feel crowded ever, um, and everything is quite well managed in terms of kind yeah, of football and stuff. So, yeah. but it is nice that um, yeah, everyone's kind of back now and. Um, yeah, it seems to be back, back with a bank, and hopefully, and for a while. And it's full, you know. It's, yeah. it's, and there's one um, one of these stalls um, is um, there, there. She's moving on to get a full... She's got a full-time job with Inch Heritage and stuff. So, And so there was... Um, it was like a kind of huge waiting list, with huge kind of demand for her, for the stall she's vacating, which is really exciting, you know. It's, um, yeah, so... When it's my exposition, I feel like Lenny... Lenny... Motet. <laughs> yeah. The Ace of Spades! Um, uh, Lemmy, sorry. Uh, yeah, this place is fantastic, and, and uh, you've you've been okay. You, you, is this? Do you think this is done because you because you've adapted, and not sort of? Uh, yeah, I think know? you know we were in a position where we could seize opportunity. Um, so um, Kitsy joined um, as assistant manager Glue Glue two weeks before lock- lockdown, and yes, so she I wasn't remember. on. Yeah, and so oh, by the way, on. shout out to yeah. Kitsy because I was like, you'll have your own mic and everything uh, today. <laughs> I she's working Glue Glue today, so she didn't get a mic. And she's not here. Yeah. So. But yeah, um, she joined as um, so. We, so she so I wasn't able to furlough her, but she's but she's great. So I was really keen to keep her on the books, you know, and keep mm. her. Um, 
and so she spent the first six weeks of lockdown just loading up our website with all the products and like finding out the details about each of the wines and stuff so now we've got a proper fully functioning website and that, that was really cool and she's been enormously helpful yeah, and um, you know and then Jack's been looking after getting everything back open and then 18 yeah, yeah that's all yeah and then we've got really good got quite a few new starters um, we just started um, because we've got two locations now so we've got a few new people it's really interesting that you brought in an assistant manager just before lockdown I mean like do you think like introduction to chaos isn't yeah. necessarily a bad thing because when it calms down you're kind of like ah oh, yeah I think in a, weird, in a weird way this has felt quite difficult kind of reopening everything because we'd settled into quite a good routine like you know no, we all have I mean yeah. I've put a few pounds on I've got to walk what I know and it's like because we can't like the, the, so the, the, the retail business was, was you know it's rocking along you know it's doing, doing pretty well and we had a like, nice routine and uh, you know and then you kind of throw glue glue back open and putty glue open and then it's a whole new bag of worms what nice. kind of worms or whatever kind of yeah, yeah but big yeah, bucket I, I, of worms. I, I imagine yeah. like after not actually being around people i mean this is nice for me for, as yeah. far as the biscuits concerned and getting to go out and see people again i miss yeah, yeah. that so yeah, much exactly. but my first time going out and doing a physical interview with someone yeah i had butterflies i was like oh my god i was yeah, pacing yeah. and yeah uh, well, i change. remember to talk we were able to talk and yeah, like, yeah. ask central how questions how do i do this again like, yeah, yeah. how do you socialize it's a it's a muscle though, isn't it well, i do suffer from social anxiety as yeah. well like I see Luke Allen, who's just hanging around at the back there. He's going to be speaking to us in a second. Yeah. Um, if that was me, I'd have had a panic attack because I didn't want to stand there. I'd have gone and done a few laps yeah. Uh, yeah, because yeah. that's kind of how I am. But when I'm in front of a microphone, when I'm doing the radio or the podcast, I'm just a different person. It's weird. Yeah, right? yeah. I think that's really interesting, isn't it? I think Psychologically, I think I'm probably broken a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> everyone, everyone, everyone's broken a little bit. Um, but I think it's like, you know, you see lots of actors who are shy or musicians who yeah. really, really find it very difficult to actually kind of well they say a lot of musicians like, do have actually a bipolar or you know, yeah yeah yeah, so yeah. but there is something magic about being I, I'm a musician so yeah, it's like yeah. to a degree and it's like but there's something magical about performing in front of a bunch of people and it's like you get anxious about it and sometimes it doesn't go right and it's really annoying um, but it's when it yeah it's cool it's fun I think yeah it's, it's, it's an odd one I mean last night I did the radio I do, I do a radio show called Naughty Talk and six weeks in and, and last week was the first week it kind of popped. Yeah. It was like, because we, we speak to people on Discord, and people were in Discord, I'm loving this song, bouncing, yeah, I'm doing yeah. it. And I was just like, oh my God, people are enjoying what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It just adds like a bit of a bounce to your voice and Definitely. what you do, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's a jazz, isn't it, you know? Yeah. Jazz. And yeah, exactly. It's an interaction. It's not, it's not, it's not, it's in a way, it's a very different kind of performance because it's very organic and it's very integrated and it's not something that everyone kind of gets either you know but it's that it's there's that kind of interaction with people and it's like you know when we're recruiting staff for um recruiting team for for glue glue and putty glue and for the shop as well it's like you know there's a some people have a natural kind of empathy and like going out to see people and and looking after them and that's what and it's called hospitality for a reason because yes, it's, yeah, yeah. it's supposed to be hospitable and it's like you know um and it's really interesting and like some people it takes them a while to kind of get into that um, and I think some people just it just it doesn't really suit you know it's not it's not for them you know and that's fine you know and it's nothing uh, I'll be the first one to admit I'm not good with customers I'm doing the air quotations yeah. I'm not good with customers some I'm customers with can drive you bonkers like, I'm good with people yeah. just not good with yeah. customers yeah. I know he said the K word then but especially people with high expectations yeah. that's how I put that one um, it's not the, the, you know how is it how is it for you coming on the days when you just just don't want to 
yeah, yeah. coming in and, and running this kingdom that you got now? Um, it's generally speaking, yeah, you do have days when you wake up and you think, oh god, here we go again. But actually, getting in, it's fun, you know. It's like, and also because we're constantly getting new wines and like, there's different things going on, and there's, there's always frustrations, and you think, oh no, we sh- sh- could do that better, or they could do this instead, and you know, and there's kind of obviously financial pressures because you're a big team, and yeah, there's all been all that kind of like. Um, but it's um, but no, it's, it's it has. I think we've, in a way, we've been lucky because have, there have been opportunities that have come up. We've been able to seize. You know, I think if it was a stagnant business, I think that would be really frustrating. Do you um, ever sit back and be like, and just look at what you've made and you're like, yeah, <laughs> I did that occasionally. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, like, that Glugu logo though, um, it's it's very iconic. The, well, that's um, uh, it's Tony Clarkson at Seven Agency. He's just brilliant he's such an amazing designer he's just and like every he's done the glue glue and the pretty glue and the iron and rose logos and he's done work for concrete studio and people like that but everything he does like we were joking yesterday because he sent um we we're getting getting to design some new t-shirts for us for the for the team um and to and to sell his merch and stuff and nice and he sent through so, sort of a range of different styles and we always know that there's one that he really likes you know because there's always he sent through like three or four different designs and we always know there's one he likes and it's spotting the one he likes, and it was a rain, and it was a bunch of different colours as well. And we was kind of saying, and, and I said, oh, he's just, he just, he's just chosen some random colours. And actually, no, he hasn't actually just chosen some random colours. He's chosen colours he thinks are really cool. Um, but it's kind of, yeah, it's really, yeah. But he's um, trust the artist though. You got to trust yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. nice that you stick with the same artist as well. But that's what. Um, but that's what. Um, that's why we employ people like, to get to do stuff, though, isn't it? Because what's the point in having a designer and saying, I struggle like with stuff that. like that. I, yeah. stu- I mean, we're supposed to be doing some um, discovery meetings with Reach for the yeah. for the 24-hour live podcast that we're doing. Oh yeah, and yeah. they're, they're going to brand us, and they're going to give us a name, and they're going to yeah. give us a logo and stuff. And I've always everything I've ever made for the biscuit, for Yusuk, for Thorskin yeah. back in the day, yeah. I've made everything myself. I've yeah. done it all. I've branded it myself, and I had to sit back and be like, "Yeah, do your thing." That's going to be hard for me, but I need to do it. And they're the so experts. Let go, let go of it. Yeah. yeah. We're getting Matt Sewell. Um, so Matt Sewell did a, a mural for us at Glue Glue at the back, okay. which is kind of inspired by a wine label, um, which has like hoopoos and for a vineyard scene and stuff. And we're getting him to come and do. We've got this massive wall um, in in the bar at Pretty Glue um, over there, which has got some blackboards with the menus and stuff on it at the moment. We're going to come come and do a mural on there in the next week, I hope, Matt. Um, and uh, and it's that's it, again inspired by a particular wine label, and so it's kind of like a big moon and then sort of some night jars and owls and things in it um, but again it's kind of like you know I had an idea of the kind of, of the label I liked and the kind of I, the kind of basic idea but and it's Matt's so creative and like you know it's crazy to say to an artist paint it like that who's that that's doing um, it for you? Matt Sewell Matt Sewell um, he's, um, he's um, done quite a lot of artwork around town so Raven Studios he's done those amazing really dark almost sinister kind of looking ravens on them as they as you drive along um, um, the in front of the Slopian yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and done a few various other various bits he had a big project with the NHS just recently to publish quite a lot of books but um, yeah might get in touch um, with him I want to speak to him you're an artist yeah uh, no, I want he's, to um, he's, he's, yeah he's well, well respected he's great he's, really, yeah, he's, he's had an interesting interesting life he's, um, he, yeah. when he first came in here um, kind of when we opened see him eyeing up he's in, sort of graffiti artist kind of background I think and you see him eyeing up this big blank wall you can see him <laughs> looking at it thinking hmm <laughs> yeah. it's funny these people are, 
kind of live halfway in and halfway out of the underground, like Chris Shirk, for yeah, example, yeah. the Shrewsbury. You know, you can, I can just imagine walking around town with him and just eyeing up a building that you can just scale yeah, yeah. the side of, you know. Yeah. yeah so that's interesting. Have you ever uh, been to Valparaiso? No, what's that? In Chile, in, in Chile there's, um, it's, it's a student city right on the coast of Chile. And um, I went there, well, I've been there a couple of times on, on wine, wine trips and um, there's masses of incredible graffiti like just it, real artwork all over this all over the city and it's just really striking place it's it's really cool and it's it does bring graffiti to real art level um, yeah we went to uh, we went to Colombia it was in the middle of um, the, the was it the elections just before there's something going on anyway and um, the there's almost like graffiti wars left yeah, yeah. versus the right yeah you know, and there's yeah, like yeah. this wall of like right, and there's this wall of like left, and yeah. then it was just it was beautiful to yeah. see. Like let's fight it out with art. Yeah, there's something beautiful yeah. about that. It is. It's really. Um, I mean, like you know, in, in Belfast and Derry and Londonderry, um, there's the, the, all the, the murals and the walls, and it's all that political kind of. Mm. Um, They'll just write like paint big letters and stuff though. No, uh, no, no, it, no. It's real character, character and stuff. It's, oh, okay. No, no. It's like some of them. So, yeah, some of them that really strong, strong artwork. It's oh, amazing. cool! Yeah, yeah, I love yeah, to yeah. research that. Yeah, yeah. I really, I love, I love stuff yeah. like that. So, what's next for you then? Is this <laughs> <laughs> moving off? <laughs> uh, what's, what's next for you then with this? Is it you've got the mural coming up? Is it just a case to suck it and see, see what's going on? Let's just see how it grows. I think we're going to. We want to. We want to make these work really well. So, the next few months is about making these up until Christmas. Is making these, these this, what we've got work really well, and really um, uh, finessing the, the retail offer. So improving the website, and improving our communication and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so it's about it's about settling into our groove. Really. Having said that, if opportunities come up, then you know, no, we're going to say no. And some, you know, there's there is one exciting opportunity that potentially coming up, a bit of vertical integration. Um, so that will kind of. Yeah, we'll get about that in due course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but that's. Uh, and how hot are the the market hall have been great? So shout out to everybody. You know the management here that's just been yeah. hot on the press. No, you know, kind of had a plan in place. Um, did you guys communicate really well as in like what's going to happen if uh, heaven forbid touch wood it's not going to happen? But uh, third lockdown is there a plan in I place? I think they've been incredibly. The management Kate's been been fantastic in terms of just being determined to keep the place open, you know, for essential retailers and for people who have businesses in here to continue to be able to function to some degree. Because it's just so unfair if everyone's forced to go to supermarkets, you know, to buy their well, to buy their groceries or buy their meat or whatever, yeah. you know, and or buy their clothes. You know, it just seems ridiculous. Um, so, but, so they've been really they've been really fantastic in terms of just ensuring that some um, businesses in here can, can continue to function there's been a real trend um, for independent traders though yeah I've seen in Shrewsbury uh, it's really exciting isn't it there's yeah, it so really many is. really like beefy boys opening up and um, and uh, yeah some really interesting like you've seen big boys like stuff. Waitrose and Marks and Spencer struggling yeah, yeah. Debenhams gone into yeah, Alford yeah, yeah. You know, that's yeah. a trick yeah. uh, and then you've got yeah I mean that's not nice to see. It's not no, nice to see no, at the same it's time. tragic that people lose, losing their jobs and losing their employment and stuff. But there's yeah. opportunities coming up, I think, which is um, and a lot more, re- uh, a lot more, a lot of premise being converted into partly residential and partly retail now as well, which I think is um, mm. going to be good for the town. Um, I mean, it's, I think if you if you were like if we were like earlier into the progression of Marks and Spencers or Waitrose and you're like ah I knew the guy who started that it yeah, might yeah. be different like with yeah, Duncan yeah. from Planet Donuts we know Duncan yeah yeah uh, he's yeah. going he's gonna to go 
nationwide guarantee yeah. like, pretty much guarantee that I said amazing, that one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, but like people might be like oh it's just another plant donut but we know Duncan yeah yeah and yeah, we've exactly. seen that happen do you know yeah, what I mean yeah. so he, to us you've he's seen the struggles and you've seen the kind of like yeah, yeah. oh absolutely yeah, yeah. you know yeah. and good luck to you Duncan but I tried yeah. to get him on he's like oh, like it's no time. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. To get him on. He's busy yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, it's a very exciting thing going on in Shrewsbury at the moment with independent traders because I mean, like uh, we have the, there's like a real click when it comes to the the businesses around here. Yeah, this is one of the things I've noticed since I've been doing this show is the way that people collaborate, cooperate, communicate, all yeah. these kind of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think during this difficult time, have, have you guys made friends during this? Have you learned yeah, about new things? Yeah, and definitely. People? Yeah, no, definitely um, come across people and um, yeah, chat to people and talked about you know, collaborating on events and stuff like that. Um, and, you know, a lot of, you know, for, for us, a lot of it was a lot of our producers, the producers we work with, like the farmers yes. and stuff like that, you know, it's, you know, we were trying to find ways of being able to help them still reach their market. Um, because they lost, you know, Applebee's, you know, they sold a lot of their cheese and butter and stuff through Neil's Yard and to on trade and around, you know, around the country and that all just closed and finished. Um, but then, you know, Neil's Yards who are like a, they, they were managed to turn their business around into really consumer facing from being a trade facing organization, really turned it around incredibly quickly. Um, but yeah, no, so it's, um, yeah, it's been, I think there's been a lot of, yeah, a lot of incredible amount of positivity. Yeah, that'll be positive. That you you've been moving forward, not backwards. You've been kind of like, yeah. I'm not just going to tread water. I'm going to try different things. Well, I think, that, yeah, you yeah. kind of like it's. Yeah, you got to you got to give it a go. I think. What are you looking forward to most when we're completely out of this? Have you got any holiday? Not to wear a mask all day. Yeah, um, which would be lovely. Um, going on holiday, going to the beach, um, yeah. and yeah, just um, being able to kind of just. Relax Smile. into stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, some, My uh, wife did a, um, uh, like an interview, like so on on radio. I don't know, it was Radio Four or something the other day, and just like quite quite posh, you know. It's quite like and talking. And they asked her what she was most looking forward to do. Was she, it was paint her nails. I don't get my nails painted, but um, that was probably the thing she was most looking forward to is getting her nails painted at the end of this serious interview about art. It's like... Okay. I want to go to... This is going to sound terrible after what we've just been through. I want to go for a greasy, sweaty, horrible concert where everybody's yeah, yeah. Just jumping around. Yeah, yeah. That's what yeah. I want. Festival. Right. Yeah, we booked a gig, actually, in the September. Yeah? yeah Who so are you going to see? Uh, we're going to go down to um, uh, Binker and Moses at Ronnie Scott's. My birth, my son's birth, 18th birthday. And what he want, really wants to go and do is into jazz, so to go to. Yeah, so. Um, that'll, be, that'll be cool. Can't wait for that. Nice. I mean, I said uh, last year we were supposed to go to America. I was going to um, meet a lot of... I work with a lot of people in America, and I was really looking forward to it. Not last year, year before. This yeah. is where we are right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. So if I get the money and you know whatever happens, uh, yeah. I'd love to do that. I'd love to go and do a tour of America. There's like yeah. loads of radio stations and things that I, they said like, "You come on, you can do this." Yeah. Lots of friends that I've made that I've never met that I've worked with for years. So that, that's one of the things. Traveling yeah, yeah. is going to be really. Yeah, fun. traveling definitely. Yeah, just going to vineyards again and it's like, mm. yeah, we went to visit um, some of the, some of the producers a couple of weeks ago before this tasting, Zoom tasting. And that's just lovely. I mean, I've visited a lot of producers in the past, but it always been wine producers. But to go and visit um, Sarah Appleby and meet her cows and see her dairy and all that kind of stuff was, um, yeah, just fantastic. It was, um, yeah, lovely. And so, yeah, just going out to visit wine producers again and um, yesterday trying I, different food. And I yeah. went for a drive yesterday. And it's, words can't explain how I felt about it. I mean, I went to meet the vice Lord Lieutenant in, in, in Nescliffe. We went to the the the. the, the the Royal Hill, the Royal Hill pub yeah, 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 in, in Esquire, 
and um, I, dr- I was driving, it was a beautiful day, a rare sunny day in the UK, and I hadn't been that way since I was a kid, right? And I drove around the corner, first of all, the hills, you see the hills, and, oh, yeah, 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 it's magic, oh, amazing. It? Yeah. And then I came to the MOD base, base, and I spent a lot of my youth in that, I was in the cadets from when I was like 13 right. until I was 18. Yeah. And I hadn't seen that place since I was a kid, and I've nearly, I was like, oh, I got so emotional yeah, just yeah. being there. You know, and those just those memories of spending yeah. time with a bunch of other people and um, yeah, let's go out yeah. there and make more memories, people. You know, yeah, um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, you've been awesome to speak to. I mean, thank, I, you, thank you for letting thank me you. use this place today. Oh, it's a pleasure. Um, I'm going to hang around and speak to as many people as I can. There's, there is an open invitation for people to come and join me. Um, there's there's three or four people from the market hall that are going to join me as well. Um, yeah. But yeah, thank you very much. I really cool. appreciate it. Wicked. Brilliant. Uh, Thanks very much. Tell people where they can find you on social media. Uh, so, um, uh, it's glue glue underscore SY1 for the bar, glue glue bar. Um, pretty glue or pretty underscore glue for the for the bar here. And iron underscore and underscore rose for um, iron and rose. Uh, otherwise, yeah, Facebook um, yes. yeah, and our email and uh, just Google us where come up. Brilliant. Yeah. It's been awesome to speak to you. Thank you very Brilliant. much. Thank you. Guys, um, uh, make sure you guys check out our website, which is www.theshoesbiscuitpodcast.co.uk. Uh, and that's made for us by our friends at Web Watcher. This has been awesome. Thank you very much. Cheers. Cheers.